Hey, before we get started, I wanted to invite you to our text message community. It's super simple. All you got to do is text FAM, F-A-M, to 844-872-1126. I just send you a couple of thoughts about once a week. Would love to have you a part. Again, text FAM, F-A-M, to 844-872-1126. And that's the thing. The mindset is everything right now. And we're going to see that people who were perceived as strong leaders will crumble before our very eyes. We're going to lose respect for people who we thought were very strong. And we're going to be surprised by a lot of people as well. I've always felt in my spirit. I was born with several palsy. I have always felt small. I was told not to take risks. I may be blind, but I teach people how to see and I'm proud to be an individual. This podcast is for you, the unconventional leader. Maybe you are the one that everyone discounted. Maybe you struggle with fear and self-doubt. We are here to empower the next generation of self-starters to step up. Use their voice and make an impact in this world. There has never been a more perfect time to begin your online business. That comes from Tony Watley, today's guest. What is up, my friends? If this is your first time listening, my name is Heather Parody. I am your host. This show is for unconventional leaders, those who are stepping up, using their voice, and making an impact in this world in their own unique way. Now, y'all, we are in the middle of a crazy time. You know, been talking about it on the podcast. The coronavirus is here and everybody is trapped in their homes. And, and some people are really struggling right now. They're thinking, what's gonna happen to my business? Maybe they're in a job right now, in a career, and they're worried about their security. So this week, we are having a five-part series where I am interviewing five incredibly successful entrepreneurs who I really respect and asking them, what should we do during this time? How can we become better leaders? as an outcome of this? How can our businesses thrive when things are falling apart? How can we see opportunity when others are seeing despair? So to kick us off, we have Tony Watley with us, who is a business mentor, speaker, best-selling author, and podcast host. He is best known as the co-founder of LS1 Tech, an online automotive community, which grew into the largest of its kind with over 300,000 registered members. This business sold for millions in only five years after starting. But guess what? That was just his part-time business. So he is known as this side hustle millionaire. And today he shares with us why this is actually the perfect time for us to start our online businesses. And we also talk about being open to opportunity and willing to pivot while we need to overcome the quote time excuse and how we can maintain emotional control as an entrepreneur. This is a jam-packed interview with lots of good takeaways. So I want you to do me one favor, my friend. I want you to take a screenshot of this episode and send it to a small business owner that you no. If there's one specifically that you know that this would encourage, please take a screenshot and share it with them. We want to spread hope during this time. And one last thing, if you are not in our private Facebook group, we're going to be doing some live trainings as well all week long around online business, content marketing, leadership, all the things. We're just going to be rallying together as a community. And I'd love for you to be a part of that. So just find us on Facebook at Unconventional Leaders. We'll add you over there. All right, let's go ahead and get into this. The perfect time to start your online business with Tony Watley. Tony, we're going through kind of a crazy time right now. 
people are really stressed out and especially business owners and they're they're just wondering what's next you know when we get past this virus and when we find you know a cure like we will and when we get back on our feet you know the big topic right now is how are we ever going to recover as business owners um, and there's just a lot of questions people have. People are really afraid right now. So I wanted to bring you and a couple other people I really respect on to just kind of speak some wisdom to us and give us some action steps of things that we need to be doing as business owners, maybe some opportunity here that we may not be seeing, some things that we can be active in every single day instead of just sitting on the couch and watching Netflix and freaking out. You know, like what are some stuff that we need to be doing day to day to really just prepare ourselves, not only to get through this, but also set us up for success when this is over with. So Tony, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thank Thanks for having me on, Heather. And it's a very important topic. And I've gone through a couple downturns myself, even in the corporate level and as a business owner for the last 20 years. So I definitely could share some insights on that. And I think the main thing that as a business owner who are addressing today on the show, the beauty of being a business owner is that you have an option. Now, think about the alternative. You being an employee right now, your income is basically somebody's decision, one person's decision, obviously. And there is no option for that. It's basically they walk in and they say, hey, Heather, your job is done or we're having to lay you back or furlough you and your last paycheck is this Friday. You have no options at that point when you're an employee. So as a business owner, we already have a huge advantage because now we can understand that the decision to quit or shut down a business is purely our own. We're not being told by somebody else that it's over. So knowing that going into a downturn is yeah, we got to get really scrappy. First of all, there's no sugar coating to this kind of thing. But we also have to think about being flexible and being able to pivot and being willing to pivot in these times. I'll tell you that the last downturns I went through were 2008, 2015 as a business owner and doing different things also on the corporate level, seeing it from both sides. And I'll tell you that a lot of people that went out of business in those downturns were the ones who were very stubborn about their business model. They're just really adamant about this is what we do. This is our specialty and let's just keep doing this. And, and basically it goes out of business because they weren't willing to, to pivot and do things. And the you know, thing is, is we have these companies that have teammates that we find that are incredible and they have a lot of different talents, a lot of different skills, a lot of different ideas. And now is not the time for an owner to be an egotistical person to think that they knew all the answers and that they're just going to steer the ship the right way because honestly, a lot of these ships are gonna hit that iceberg just like the Titanic right now. And the problem is that we have to be open to opportunity and it doesn't even have to be within your industry niche or your vertical. And I really wanna point that out because there's opportunities that arise in these kinds of situations, but they're only going to appear to people who have their eyes open for those. So for example, let's say that you are a, a mechanic shop that you work on high performance cars and you only focus on making cars go faster. That's your business model. A negative thing to do in this time would be to say, well, we only work work on cars, making them go faster. Right now, you should be pivoting with that same level of talent and the tools and the knowledge inside your house and go, hey, we can actually do repairs and maintenance as well for people because in downturns, people are not spending money to go do things on luxury items or, or novelty. They're looking for maintenance and repairs and service. So pivot your business model temporarily And it doesn't even have to be in that same industry. So let's say that you've got four mechanics and they're all good at things. They all have their own vehicles and they're all willing to work because they don't want to sit home unemployed and have zero income. They're also willing to take a pay cut just to get their bare minimals paid. And they may need to be delivery drivers. Maybe they could be mobile mechanics or maybe they go out and use their skills and do different things. Or hell, they could be delivering food. Or if you live in a snow belt, they're shoveling driveways 
whatever you can to create income. And if you work as a team, it's a lot better to get through these creative things than trying to lay people off. Because here's the thing, when we do have a, a recovery and you laid all your people off, it's going to be very hard to get those people back because you showed disloyalty by just cutting them immediately. And I'll tell you that even in the corporate level, I've been handed the the instructions to cut 25% of my workforce on the hint of a downturn, things like this. And I would ask those people if I could, add, you know, I have to lay you off because that's the, the ultimatum they've given me. But if I were able to give you a 25% pay cut for a temporary basis during this ordeal, would you have taken it? And they would have said, absolutely. They said, I would have took half pay in, during this ordeal just to, just to have some kind of an income, to have some kind of hope, just to have some kind of basement or foundation that we can build upon. So don't start getting in the knee jerk reactions of cutting your team right now. Start thinking about how they can be creative. And as a group, you guys can start to pivot and have different ideas, not even within your space, because let's face it, as long as you get an LLC or an S Corp or an EIN number, nobody really cares where the revenue comes from. Yeah. Especially in times of crisis, we understand that you can go out of your zone and do what you need to do. That's it. That's it. I was telling you before we hit record that I was reading in a book today about the statement was made that great businesses are burst in difficult times. And I even had a friend on a call this weekend. He said, um, uh, in tough times, good leaders become great leaders. And I absolutely loved that. What are the differentiating factors between like right now, um, you know, us just not just maintaining and bringing in business and being a good leader and a good business owner and getting through, but also rising to the occasion can really great during this time. I think you have to look for the opportunities that yeah, you, you nailed it, Heather, because for everyone that's losing, there's somebody that's potentially winning. That's It's just like stocks, stock market crash, but some people are making money at the same time. Understanding that real estate, when there's a downturn, there's other people that are making money at the same time. So there's always this kind of balance that's hidden. But the thing is, is with business, we definitely have opportunities now that we didn't see before. We have a lot more delivery roles, examples, you know, things like Amazon hiring 100,000 people to work the warehouses just to fulfill the needs for all the demands that are coming in from online purchases. So understanding that you can start to take some clues from places like Amazon who are building and ramping up online sales. You start to see UPS and FedEx and you know asking more people to become drivers and start working from the deliveries. Maybe there's some business models in that vertical where you're in the delivery space or doing more online sales. Start taking clues from the big players because they're giving you the indicators of where the money's at, where the where the revenue is coming from. Now, if you don't have those skill sets, you have a great opportunity right now to learn because you and I, Heather, we both know that the number one excuse for most people to not start their business or do the things they really want to do is time. That's what they tell you all the time. I don't have the time to do that. Well, anybody that's coming out of this, they're never going to have that excuse again, because especially if we're down for one month, two months, three months, and that's the reality right now, it could be a year. We, we don't know. We don't have all the answers right now. And if people are using time as their excuse, then they're never going to do it. That's the honest fact. There's never been a more perfect time to start a business, especially online businesses, because the the barriers are in place. We have to be socially distanced. We can't do anything. We can't really leave the house without, you know, hurting the safety of our families and our friends. So understand that online businesses until the internet dies, which it could happen, they could still be playing some social games with us and kill that next just to see how our reaction is and see how people panic. But understand that there's always business opportunities and you can sit there and dwell in a pity party and be a victim mindset, or you can actually start to think about how can I adapt or pivot my own self or my own career and do things from home? Because let's face it, everybody out there is paid to do something. You have a skill set. You have some kind of knowledge. There's ways to monetize that. You know, Heather and I, you and I have been doing this for about three years consistently online now. 
we, we started to do this. We planned for these kind of situations. This is exactly the reason that I'm doing this is because my last downturn was 2015 when I was laid off from a high paying corporate job. And I said, you know what? I'm tired of my employment being somebody else's decision. So I'm going to go and do my own thing and do something that I love doing. So I was able to monetize my skill and experience, write a book, do all these things and, and just really focus on the creative side of things that I didn't have any access to for the last 20 years. Because like most people, I had that same bullshit excuse of no time. And it's just not true now. Yeah. And I've had um, a lot of people say this statement to me. I just love your feedback on it. We have a lot of coaches, consultants who listen to the show. And I know that's who you primarily work with as well. Mm-hmm. But saying like, hey, people aren't going to be shelling out you know, thousands of dollars for a coach right now or for a consultant right now. What are your thoughts? That's absolutely false. If we look back on any time in history, anytime there's an economic recession, personal development actually soars as a business model. Because think about it. Anytime you've ever been laid off, or anytime someone's dumped you, or anytime you felt like you were outcast or pushed away from the crowd, what did you do to respond to that? If you were a victim mindset, you would dwell and cry and just boohoo and just say, hey, the world hates me. And there's a lot of people like that, unfortunately. But everybody else that has a growth mindset, someone that's really want to improve themselves, what do they do? They went back and got those certifications. They went and finished another degree. They wrote that book. They went back to the gym and focused on their fitness. All these things are personal development centered. And that is what really shines when there's an economic downturn, because we realize that when millions of people get laid off, which is going to happen this week, next week, three weeks from now, we have to understand that we're entering a pool of jobs that are scarcity. And we have to better ourselves to be able to compete against other people vying for the same jobs. So in order to do that, that's when we start to invest in knowledge and skills and try to monetize. The smart ones will figure out how to do this from home and not have to go back to the jobs. So personal development actually peaks whenever there's an economic downturn. And the reason is because when things are easy and everybody's making money, Heather, they get really complacent because things are just really easy and they've got all their bills paid and all this food available and the toilet paper's on the shelves and all these things. And they don't have to, they don't feel like they have to invest in themselves because things are too easy. And now when we're have our backs against the wall, you will be putting yourself out there and trying to make yourself better. Yep. What's the number one thing we should be doing more of right now? I wish online entrepreneurs would do this right now. I think right now is a perfect opportunity for anybody that's wanting to build an influence or personal brand based business, whether that's in service of other people or even if your next product or things like that. Because think about it. We right now we have millions of people at home in quarantine looking at their phones for 12, 15, 16, 17 hours a day. Just soaking up that LinkedIn, looking at jobs, looking at Facebook, looking at Instagram, YouTube. And if you're not out there creating content to reach your potential audience for when this swing happens and it comes back around, we start to do a recovery, you're going to miss a huge opportunity because for every 100 people out there are boohooing and complaining and making it seem like this is the apocalypse and the end of the world, there's one person out there being the the beacon of light that's giving people hope and encouraging and supporting other people. And that should be you. If you've got a powerful message, even without that audience, and you think that you could be out there helping other people by serving them on a daily basis, one at a time, you should be doing that right now because things will recover. We always have sunlight after every storm. You have to be able to invest in that right now and understand this is a huge, huge, huge opportunity because this is also something that we should touch on, Heather. 
the entrepreneurship phase out there for the last five, six years has been extremely easy because of the economic recovery and all-time records and stocks. Everybody's got money to spend, a lot of comfort out there. A lot of people who have never been a business owner during a downturn are not, a, this is their first one they're experiencing. And they didn't sign up for this. They're, they're thinking, whoa, what the hell is all this? Like, this is terrible. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then when they end up, is they, they quit, they fold, or they didn't put enough money aside to weather these storms because they were spending as they earned. And basically, they're going to go out of business. They're going to be the ones that are going back and filling out job applications and trying to do what it takes. And hey, there's no harm in that. You got to go do what it takes. Don't, don't feel any shame for that. But understand that times like this is when the, the strongest entrepreneurs will emerge. And when all these other companies start to close down because they can't handle the storm, you get more market share as a winner. If you can see through this and really put in the time and really start to just show up every single day and actually turn up the, the, the gas and the throttle on this, you're going to have more market share available, whether that's customers or audience or whatever you're trying to build. Oof, hmm. you, you've built a, a community around you. And then also too, you are in your, your own mastermind where you are just hanging out with some very high achieving people. What do you see as the number one di difference between, you know, what we're talking about the good versus the great? Like what are some characteristic traits and things that we need to start developing within ourselves? I know, you know, you talked about being willing to pivot, um, being, you know, sucking up your pride and taking the time out to learn a new skill set and all that stuff. What are some other things that we really need to be sharpening right now? So the highest level of successful entrepreneurs out there, they really focus on mindset during these times. And you and I talked about this before we fired up the camera. There's a lot of people just losing their shit right now and basically in full panic mode and crisis mode. And they're getting sucked into the CNNs and Foxes and just regurgitating all this doom and gloom stuff. They're posting death stats of countries that don't even have any relevance the United States are just going down this downward spiral of negativity and they're starting to just reply to everybody they see on Facebook trying to correct them, trying to, you know, basically show that they're right and prove them wrong. And they're spending all this negative energy on all this stuff that's not going to affect the outcome if they catch COVID-19 or not. I mean, all that negativity is not, it really actually increases your, your chances of becoming sick because stress and anxiety create cortisol, which reduces your immune system. So being negative is actually going to be potentially harmful for most people. Understanding that the strongest people, the, the strong entrepreneurs, the very successful people, guys like Ed Milet, Andy, Andy Frizzella, my two mentors, they will teach you that we have these calls. We've already had these, these, these emergency calls as our group. The number one thing that they'll tell you is that you must maintain emotional control. That is the number one thing they'll tell you. You must, in these times, you must maintain emotional control. And what I mean by that is that, yeah, we feel emotions. We feel fear. We feel anxiety. I feel that. You feel that. We all feel that. That's human. But how you display that in public it really determines how you control your awareness of those emotions because we can't control how we feel, but we can always control how we react. And when you have that level of awareness and you got other people watching you or you're leading a group or you're leading a company or you're leading your family. And people are watching you. Your children are watching you. Your employees are watching you. Your audience is watching you. They're taking notes because they see you as a leader in some resort. And if you're the one that's panicking and doom and glooming, they're going to have a really bad role model that's going to set some really poor foundational standards for their own self-limiting beliefs later. And it's not going to be healthy for them. So mindset is everything. And then here's the other thing that we talked about in those calls. Ask yourself higher quality questions about your business. That's the main thing. A lot of people basically just say, hey, I guess uh, I own this restaurant and we're shut down. I guess we can't do anything. 
Well, a higher quality question would be to say, well, we're a restaurant and we can't serve people in our dining room, but what can we do to create some kind of revenue to pivot? Well, maybe we do takeout only. Maybe we deliver. Maybe we just hire some drivers and we pay them so they can make some money and they're delivering and we just raise our prices a little bit because people will understand that we have different costs now and we have to stay afloat. So we basically have this opportunity as, as, a, as a business owner, like I mentioned early on, is that we can pivot, we can do these things. Asking yourself, how can you win? How can you dominate? Which sounds a little bit counterintuitive right now when everybody's kind of looking at the, you know, where's the umbrella because it's raining so hard. But if you start asking yourself quality questions like, how can I win in this situation? How can I dominate in this situation? How can I become prosperous in this situation? You're going to have a lot different ideas that pop into your mind. You're going to be a lot more creative in those mindsets. And that's the thing. The mindset is everything right now. And we're going to see that people who were perceived as strong leaders will crumble before our very eyes. We're going to lose respect for people who we thought were very strong. And we're going to be surprised by a lot of people as well. This, this is my experience from the last two downturns that I've went through as a business owner. But you know what? The way I think about it is always be grateful when people show you who they truly are, because you're better off knowing who they are rather than just kind of guessing at it. That is it. I have one last question for you. But before we do that, uh, if you need a business coach, I'm telling you, Tony Watley is your man. Um, where can people find you? I'm not sure if you're taking on a, a uh, clients right now or not. But even if you're, I mean, regardless, he has a powerful group. You need to be his Facebook friend if he has any room left on it because the statuses that you put out, I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> it's what we're all thinking, but you have the balls to say it. <laughs> so I Thank absolutely you. love it. Where can people find you online, Tony? So my website is 365driven.com. So 365driven.com. And we do have an entrepreneur group that's very affordable. I basically wanted to create a online group for people who could really just get in at any price point. And it's a 12-month membership and it includes a $2,000 video series of how to start, scale, and exit a company. About 12 hours worth of training right there that I just throw in there. And guys, I'm only charging $365 for an entire year. So it's cheap. 365 driven, $365 for a whole year. So 160 people signed up in the first week that we launched it about a month ago. And we close it most of the month and we open it up at the end of the month. It's open right now. But it's a great place to hang out for like-minded people who support each other and give each other ideas. Well, heck, I didn't know about that. You're going to see Heather parody then. Uh, that's heck amazing. Yeah. Such value, such value. Very last question. Um, I have just intuitively just had this word just coming up to me over and over and over again. And I know I've said it probably 50 times on this conversation already, but it's just opportunity. When this thing happened, I, I heard inside like my spirit just open your eyes for the opportunity, open your eyes for the opportunity. I've been hearing that over and over and over again. What do you see as the opportunity right now? I think as, as someone in our current business model, Heather, that we need to be the, the shining beacon of light in a, in, a, in a room of darkness. And people are looking for that. People need the leaders to step out there. And that's even for the listeners. If you're that personality that needs to be positive and you're sick of seeing all the negativity, be positive. Put your voice out there. Let people find that because that's what we need in this world. I think pessimists have this natural tendency to get online and, and light up the keyboard. I mean, think about that. Even reviews and things like that we see online. Most people really review only when they complain. They really review when things are good. It's the same way on social media. So if you are a positive force out there, get out there and put your name out there and build your audience and find that tribe that you, you've got because we all have one. You just have to make your voice known. and. The, here's a strange thing about this is with the, with the 365 driven society, we actually are doing a video challenge that we started in March 1st. 
and we were doing a video every single day before all, any of this stuff even happened, right? And, the, and there's about 60 people that are doing this and they've discovered how making videos has really impacted their lives and how they've gotten a lot more confidence and better at communicating and they're very comfortable in front of the camera. And now they're covering all this stuff at the same time and they're having to shift their careers to doing Zoom calls and video calls and video conferences and they're very comfortable. So it was just really strange how we started this at a timely moment where they were able to gain the confidence. And now that it's a necessity to be able to do videos and have these meetings with your clients and do things and still generate revenue and have this comfort level in front of the camera. You and I both, Heather, we didn't have this comfort when we f first started. I, I can completely understand what, what people are going through, but it was just a really weird coincidence like that. So right now, I think most people really need to be focused on how can they make their businesses online more focused? How can they do a less hands-on approach? How do we move to video? How do we create content? How do we still do transactions online? How do we, you know, there's a lot of answers. There's answers for all of these. There's no, there's no mysteries. There's a lot of apps. There's a lot of useful things. I know that you're going to be doing some things in your group, teaching people these, these tools that we use. So understanding that it's like, you have to start thinking about how do I take my brick and mortar or my non-online business and start to pivot that as well to make it more online or more automated because their answers are out there. And I always, this is what I teach anyways, because I'm, I don't like people thinking that their customer base has to be within their zip code. Big thank you to Tony for coming on today's episode. You can check them out at 365driven.com. And friends, we have a YouTube channel. If you have not checked that out, head over to YouTube and type in Heather Parody or Unconventional Leaders. You'll find us over there where you can watch these interviews live and uncut. All right, my friends, I will see you in our next episode.